on last week's Irrevelations. I feel like it's like you find out your girlfriend is like cheating on you, but it's yeah. like with like an ex-con who was arrested for rape and murder. He went to his father's home in Ofra and on one stone murdered his 70 brothers. He's in the church just talking sh- drunk off his ass. He is basically the king of the sh- tribe, like going back to Gideon. It's the it's the early uh, 1200 BC version of, oh, delete my browser history. <laughs> I like to think that like she threw the rock and just to flex, like leaned out over the ledge and like pulled out a titty. I'm always on the edge of suicide. Before we turn to the word, I would like to say that I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Consider they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Okay, so I'm obviously doing this internship thing, right? Right. And I'm having to learn about corporate culture. Ooh, good luck. And, you know, working for the government, we never had things like connectivity or like modern computers yeah you just so had, you just had you just had sermons where they told you not to rape people anymore yeah 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 well i mean honestly there was a lot of that uh <laughs> but now there's like, i got like skype and microsoft teams and all this stuff and like everyone's like oh yeah hit me on skype skype all this and i feel like that's too branded like i like it to be more broad so that it can apply to anything so i call it i just call it video conferencing right which okay. it makes me sound like an old fogey i know so for short obviously i call it vc that way i still sound kind of cool uh-huh. but then everyone goes and gets pissed off at me there's this one asian girl i work with who's okay. like the uh bet she's the one that sets up all the ones on the big screen and everyone's all mad at me because i'm calling her the queen of the vc <laughs> like, i don't know why everyone's so mad <laughs> I, I was prepared to hate that joke, but you, <laughs> uh, yeah, it snuck up on me. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> Great. I don't get it, man. Uh, yeah, Anyways. yeah. What, what, what are, what's their, what's their fucking about. problem, you know? <laughs> yeah, everyone's mad about something. Uh, no, i just been rolling this thing in my head. Um, so a long, long time ago, um, I was in this ecology class, right? And um, the teacher was talking about ways to effectively push uh, ecological conservatism or conservation in like the modern definitely world. not conservatism whatever <laughs> e- e- ecological <laughs> conservation in the modern world you know okay and he okay. was like let's say you know you're working for a subdivision and you want them to plant more trees you know you might have a study that sort of implies like oh hey look you know for every tree per square foot you know it increases property value by this much you know and blah 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 and he really couldn't get a word in edgewise because all the other students were just fucking arguing with him. Like, well, shouldn't people just understand that trees have, like, inherent value and are good? And he's like, yeah, that would be great, but that's not how the fucking world works. Like, do you guys want to yeah, fucking yeah. learn how to be effective or do you want to learn how to be shit? So I'm like, no, fuck you, all right? Trees are great. We don't need to fucking talk about it. <laughs> it's just, just they're, they're mad that it doesn't stand Yeah, like, I just don't understand. And that's how I felt about my, uh, I don't know why. And I'm, uh, my point is that there's people that I can agree with 
philosophically, but still just fucking hate, and I'm not quite sure why, but I cannot stand Greta Thunberg. I'm well, sure I'm on the say, wrong side of history, but I fucking can't stand her. I'm going to say that, well, first off, she's my queen, and I stand. <laughs> right? But right. second, you saying, I agree with these people, and I still hate them, <laughs> is why you say that like it's some sort of, like I'm supposed to be surprised. <laughs> Like, oh, wow, you hate people. No way. Yeah, that's what a surprise. What a I surprise. Did. I hate people that I disagree with, and I hate people that I agree with. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no middle ground. There's people I don't know here's about. The thing about. Here's the thing about Greta. Everyone wants to talk about how there's some vast Jew conspiracy <laughs> that's taking advantage of her autism. Right. And using weaponizing her autism. Weaponizing her autism, which is typically used to shoot up movie theaters, but yes. Correct. Uh, that's actually autism weaponizing guns, but that's not really <laughs> okay. there. My point being that everyone is like, oh, she's just a shill for that that somehow Nazi and Jew, George Soros. <laughs> yeah. These that, eco-fascists. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've seen... That's what I hate about. I hate, like, I hate people I agree with. I hate people I disagree with. I also hate myself because I've been like, God, I fucking hate Greta. But I can't talk about it without someone being like, yeah, she's just working for George Soros and we got to fucking and kill her. Like, and I'm oh, like, oh, oh, man. These are the people who agree with me. Yeah, damn it. I don't know who to talk to about this. <laughs> you know? Well, here's my thing about Greta is that even if she is being used uh-huh. or whatever. Sure. Um, I think she's sincere. I think that she can still have a good message. She's right. I think she is rightfully angry. That's one thing that doesn't get, I mean, it gets tossed around, but like, all right, well then we're going to disagree. Cause I'm, I'm, yeah. Cause here's what I think. I think I, I also don't think she's like some shill parroting this globalist conspiracy on this hoax of global one. And that's all bullshit. Yeah. I, the problem is I think she's sincere, but the whole fucking messaging is absolutely fucking garbage and she is wrong. All right. The, she wrong this about? whole fucking you have sold my fucking future and my childhood is ruined and I'm gonna you're gonna die of old age and I'm gonna die of climate warming is fucking wrong. Like that's not at all the effects of global warming. That's not what's gonna happen. In eighty years we're gonna be here. There's gonna be a lot of dead True. Africans and Indians and people True. who live in she's coastal gonna... towns, but she's gonna be fine. Like what the fuck is this whole Well probably because she's rich, but it's definitely gonna be harder. For her to be fine, kind of like th- th- there's a little. I think she's speaking on the behalf of people her age, which it is true of. I don't see. I disagree. Like I think the whole. I, I I think that's the problem with the whole climate change argument, is that if you take it for what it is, it is kind of serious. It's just kind of serious. There is going to be a lot of economic impact from global warming. There's going to be a yeah. lot of poor people who live in already drought-stricken areas that are going to die because it's going to get worse. The deserts are going yeah. to expand. Forests are going to die. But there's a lot of positives that no one wants to talk about because they don't want because conservatives are already in the sort of full denial phase. You don't want to give them anything. But to um, phrase this like it's some in-game fucking end times in 100 years we'll all be dead bullshit is is inaccurate and to me it ruins the messaging that needs to be made that's interesting i mean i think that there's still a lot of contention on on exactly how bad things will be which is what we're not talking about but again it's like you said it's hard to get into it's hard to have infighting on how bad is it going to be whenever literally half of the population or so are like no 
this is fine. I want to go run my truck in my garage just because I hate you. Yeah, like when, like, when you're compared when to people, people rolling like coal that. and they're just like, oh, I'm just going to light a gasoline fire in my backyard and teach the yeah. liberals. I'm when like, that e- right, you know, fuck these guys. When that exists, you have to get like, see, here's you're you're on the what I would call the more common sense side of the of the left. And when it comes to climate or the progressive side mm-hmm. uh, that I agree with, I agree with you mostly. But then there's people on the other side of Greta. So then there's like you, and then there's Greta somewhere in the middle, and then on the other side there's like the the uh, native Canadian girl, the like <laughs> Aboriginal Canadian girl that's like, wait, why are we listening to a white girl? <laughs> well, like the, the argument is, I mean, anytime you, I, I think arguments are always dumb. I think I think the modern modern social media is highlighting the fucking worst of us, you know. When it's sure. like someone's like, "Hey, we oh, need yeah. to take care of the like, planet." Yeah, here like, I am with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I was, you know, like, like here's Greta be like, "We need to protect the planet." Everyone's like, "Fuck you, white girl. You don't speak for us. We want to protect the planet." Like, I don't. Why are we having it's, this fight? <laughs> <laughs> we need indigenous people to talk about saving the planet. Well, if anyone ever cared what they thought, then yeah, I get it. Do you not want your message out or what? Like fucking. But uh, yeah. So what I boil, what my point boils down to is that like. You don't like her, and that's fine. You don't like the idea of like her extremism. I don't, which okay, may, it's not the extremism. So not, first of all, she's wrong about her messaging. I also just I I, I mean I, there are scientists that think that, so it's kind of big for you to say. I that. don't think there's real scientists that think that. I can get like, on let's, let's my go, library's website right now and find. They're not real scientists. Pure, I'm a real okay. scientist, and I'll tell you See, they're wrong. All you have them. the exact same problem as the guy that thinks she's a Nazi. <laughs> like, like according to NASA, in 100 years, the sea ri- the sea Who's levels. NASA? Yeah, I believe in NASA. Sometimes when they, uh, no, you know, I said the, who, who runs NASA is my point. Oh right, I mean, George who, Soros probably. But um, no, fucking Donald Trump, uh, dude. Yeah. Come on. Well, okay. So NASA states that the seas will rise one to four hundred, or sorry, one to four feet in the next hundred years, right? Sure. And that when you break it down, I was reading this article that was kind of like uh, that was kind of countering the whole nature of the argument. The idea that like these children are like, we're going to die choking on the fumes of your shitty boomer world. You're left is I'm like, well, no, you know, kind of, though, not really. Um, so, first of all, uh, grow seasons are going to increase with global warming. There's going to be more food as a result in the grow areas. Do you know how many people live like within like 100 miles of the border in Canada because the northern territories are so fucking desolate and cold that no humans sure. can really live there? Sure. But here's my point with, to that. You're looking at – you're trying to look on the bright side of global warming. And, yeah, that is something that we're going to use. Sure. Right? But we should absolutely not be – we should try to not let that happen. Yeah. Point. No, and I, that's – I agree. Because it's a dice roll, and we are it's coming. We are coming towards events that are going to cause cascading positive reinf- uh, positive uh, feedback loop feedback bullshit. Loop. Yeah, you know? like, like a runaway. Yeah, once the permafrost starts melting and all those reserves of decaying matter, which is already happening, it is happening. Once that starts taking off in full swing, it probably will be too far gone to like change it. And once more ice melts and there's more uh, heat absorption because of the. Ice reflects more heat than, right. than open water. My, there's like a my there's point things is that we can't even account for. These things that, are bad. The idea that it is going to cause a quote unquote mass extinction event and wipe out all life is fucking bullshit. Well, it is. I mean, look at the oceans, right? What about like you're getting the oceans are dying, like legitimately. Uh, uh, and I don't even think we have a grasp on that problem yet because I think and what uh, how I just feel like there's so many things. That are going to be t- spinoffs from global warming, if we're not careful. Uh, that 
I mean, we're ignoring all the positives. We're going with all the negatives. Fine. And my, well, that's what we. Ha- I mean, it's we're approaching it as a problem, but we're not approaching it like it's a goddamn like. I mean, nursery global rhyme. warming means change. Change means destruction and difference. Fine, whatever. The, the the economies of the world are gonna say again. A lot of people are going to fucking starve and and die from th- uh, thirst. That's going to happen. That's a fact. But yeah. the idea that when we're talking about like colonizing and surviving on fucking Mars, but somehow we won't be able to live in Montana is kind of a fucking stupid argument. Sure. Sure. We'll be able to, but not in the numbers that we have. Yeah. We're not going to be able to send 7 billion people to Mars yeah. or to Montana. Whatever. It, but uh, the, the idea that these children are like, I, I think, should be in school and you're going to kill all of us. It, to me, it's just no, like, but well, you're she, fucking wrong. But you have the same problem. Here's your problem is that her anger is righteous because these the, people left, right, center at the top are playing are playing it as a just as a political tool they're not they're not serious about it you know there's not politicians that are at least not at the top level that are doing anything serious about it so and you're right people are going to die but just poor people and i think that's her like she isn't speaking just on herself a rich scandinavian girl who's going to be fine but there are her peers you know her her global peers are dead because of it directly I mean, we can almost say that as a fact. I mean, sure. I just, I don't know. I don't get the whole. Yeah, they're just. I, I get that we right? need a lot. Oh, I don't know. I see. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I also just, I mean, I guess my point of view is I'm not quite sure what they're asking for. Like, I get that she's like, hey, listen to. I, I, I love the argument that conservatives were making. Like, why the fuck am I going to listen to what a 16 year old is saying? We should be listening to scientists. Well, here's what all the scientists are saying. Like, they're, they're like, well, fuck those guys too. <laughs> like, well, fuck, you're, like fuck I guess you're. Jews too. Yeah, yeah. Well, your argument isn't fucking valid. Then you're not really making a sincere discussion here. You don't care yeah. what the scientists think either. Like, it fucked. I guess my point is I don't really maybe I have like a fatalist view of it, you know, where uh, you're fine with it. No, I guess I just don't see I just don't see it getting better. Like personally, like I I try to you know I I I am um, I have chickens, I have my own garden, I eat my own food as much as I can, you know. Um, I try to live as carbon neutral as I can, but at the same time, people are not going to stop buying iPods. People are not going to stop upgrading their fucking graphics card every time a new Call of Duty comes out. You know, it it, it the. the the drive for global warming is our own capitalist, consumerist, materialistic desires, sure. and that's not going fucking anywhere. You know. Yeah, but things can be done uh, to curb it. Uh, things, I mean, that's to me. It's there's like country, there's countries already that are setting to be carbon neutral or uh, to be only only uh, renewable energy within the next couple of decades. To me, it, the U.S. does. To me, it's like the it's U.S. Just is going backwards. Around, you know. Well, our current administration is sending us backwards, yeah, right? Yeah, they're op- Scandinavian, they're- Sweden, those countries, they're going carbon neutral because their manufacturing is happening in countries that aren't, you know? it's still- I know, so they need to not buy there. They need to not, like, open up sustainable shit. I don't know. I know that's a big ask. I get it, but that's the point. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we should engage in a mass human genocide and just and just it. some massive purge hunger game style you know if, yeah just treat uh treat the humans like, i think we need more i think we need more ar-15s and more screenings <laughs> of the joker and then we'll fucking <laughs> oh, that's twisted <laughs> it will solve this global warming issue you know uh, we uh, should just uh go after people all over the world like they're a bunch of dirty ephraimites yeah yeah well hold say. on I, I saw this one vice 
magazine. Oh, I know. One last thing. Was fucking, I know. I know. I saw this Vice magazine. Like scientists say that the world might end in 30 years. And maybe it's Hell 20. Yeah. And it was like a picture of the fucking Statue of Liberty up to its neck in water. And like people died. I was like, well, that's the fuck are you guys talking about? Like. To me, it's... You're like Charlton Heston, like, on a boat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's just rowing out there, and I have to get close. I just... I I guess part of my problem is that part of the reason why we're having such a messaging issue with global warming as it is, is that Al Gore was like, in 20 years, there will be no more polar bears. Yeah, fuck Al Gore, dude. But whatever. The point was is that it was all hyperbolic bullshit, and then when it doesn't happen, it sort of negates your whole argument. And in 20 years, when we're all still here... And there's a couple, you know, I mean, maybe a couple thou- hundred thousand Indians and Africans and poor people across the globe who are in vulnerable yeah, situations are dead and, and Islanders. Yeah. You might be like, well, didn't they say we were all going to die? When Greta Thunberg is in her 50s still arguing that the end is nigh, I, I don't know. I think it's going to hurt the whole movement. Yeah, that's fair. Something, something, Ephemites. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, down by Ephemites. Yeah, uh, well. I don't know. I, I still think that we uh, do need a little bit more urgency in our step. So I'm okay with it, even if it's – I mean, because the person that's going to get to this later on and be like, well, look, she's still alive, is just a fucking douchebag anyway. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they suck. I'm not yeah. – I, I, just, I just think it hurts the messaging, I guess. I don't know. Sure, sure. I fucking hate it. But if you're going to use – again, if you're going to use her hyperbole to justify that global warming doesn't exist – then I, I don't give a fuck what you think anyway. So it's like, I, maybe she's a little overdoing it, but I'm okay with that more than I am most of the other options right now. So I hear you. I hear you. But definitely fuck the Aphromites. <laughs> One of these days we'll get to this and fucking app. And their dumbass accents. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Oh, fucking great. Uh, well, welcome to the Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Delusky. And I'm Grant DeVoice, and this is episode 53. 53? This is the one it's year It's really mark. been a year now. Yeah. Well, no. Two days is Whatever. a Monday. I don't fucking know. Every <laughs> single time. <laughs> uh, and if we live long enough to get through this fucking book, then Greta Thunberg is wrong. But nice. <laughs> that's how long it's taken us to get through this. Judges is really going slow. Judges is going slow, but I think it's so fucking dense. Like, more so than Deuteronomy, more so than Numbers. There was a lot of that, but... I think this this bitch is thick with two C's thus far. And there have been plenty of questionable moments. We are getting into the most questionable that I can think of thus far. This is Uh, definitely up there, you know, (laughs) for weird ass shit, you know? And I, yeah, I think as we kind of moved on judges has kind of been that sort of surprise. I wasn't expecting, you know, where I I didn't, you know, I've never even really heard of judges. I don't really know anything about the book in general. No one ever fucking like, Oh yeah, you should read judges. You know, I know, like, Judy and the guy from uh, My Cousin Vinny. That's it. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah. So uh, I could probably name any of the judges from uh, Oh, Law Kavanaugh. Order. Yeah, Judge Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. There we go. Now we got some fucking, now we got some judges. My knight in shiny armor. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, but we're in Let's judges. kick it off. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about. So today. we're going to meet a new guy here who's going to be a big character this episode um his name is jephtha and he is colloquially known as jephtha the gileadite you guessed it it's because not only is he from gilead he's also the son of gilead 
It's funny how those things work out. Yeah, it's amazing, these coincidences. Um, but his mom was a whore. <laughs> we're getting a little out of ourselves. Uh, if we recall from last episode, I mean, that's all uh, the first verse, Israel done yeah. fucked up and has now been sold to the Ammonites. Ammonites. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. The Pokemon. Yeah. They've been sold to the Ammonites. That's interesting. I, I don't know. So I actually read ahead. Um, into I'm, the Philistines. Into the Philistines, you know, and the, yeah. uh, and kind of the end of that and stuff like that. It's interesting. Good job, I mean, idiot. Yeah, I know I suck, but uh, it's fun. Uh, so yeah, so the Ammonites are uh, oppressing the Israelites, and God basically was like, "Yeah, fuck you guys. I hate you guys." And they're like, "Please, God, please." He's like, "All right, fine. I will, I will raise a leader, and he shall lead you against these godless shithead Ammonites." And they're like, "Whoo!" And when we get to Judges 11, we find out that Jetha was a mighty man of valor, but also the son of a whore. Yeah, so... Cool, cool. Dude. Yeah, cool. Fucking <laughs> yeah. badass. Um, I like that. I like that backstory, though, because it's like... Um, who was it? Oh, it's the show Bosch on Amazon. You ever watch that? No. Okay, gotta... that's his whole thing. He's basically Jetha. Uh, we 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 got to get on the like the same page when it comes to our media consumption because I know uh, well Bosch is he's a hard he's a hard boiled detective and it's all because of, like his mom was a serial. I don't know how we can maintain our friendship when we have no nothing in common reference wise, you know? but we uh, do. We've both well we've all watched Looney Tunes, right? I'll keep all right. of my re- references Looney Tune related from great, now on. Great, great. So this <laughs> is like when the coyote falls off the cliff again. <laughs> now now okay, you're talking no, about so, fucking language. Okay, um, so this the. The basics of his origin, which is dope, it's a total hero origin, is that, yeah, he's he's sort of uh, an outsider because his mom's a prostitute. And whenever he uh, grows up, uh, his uh, his dad's real wife, right, the not whore, mm-hmm. has some sons. They all grow up together, and they're like, do you know what? You're not going to get any inheritance. Like, you're just the son of a whore. Like, I should share so, my eight grapes with the son of some bastard. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're like, how about you fuck right out of here? Which he promptly does, and goes and lives off in the desert, basically. Yeah, lives the life of a bandit. So yeah, he Hell gets cast yeah. out from his father's house, and then goes on and becomes a bandit king. I'm guessing. It's Batman, actually, because what when he goes to live with the he, uh, League of Assassins, it's slightly different. Uh, yeah, he, goes to- he certainly wasn't performing justice. I'm assuming he was robbing and raping. Uh, it definitely says he went out raiding with a band of bandits. So yeah, that's called desert justice. <laughs> Uh, the fun. narrator takes this instance to express the uh, Jeff Theft's origins and that showed that he had no promise of greatness. He probably was just going to die in the desert, probably from a heart attack from all the rape. But Yeah, this hits a little close to home. <laughs> but, Wait, it's, okay, I was going to say that before you said the rape part. I was talking about the having no promise. Yeah, Let's yeah, sure, 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 sure. I saw my SAT scores and I was like, I got to fucking take up rape. <laughs> I was already working on that joke in my head before you said the rape. All right. Uh, so Not associated with anyone that does that. I, and I think we've kind of seen this instance before where maybe I feel like the story of uh, Joseph might be an example where through strife, he raises someone up to conquer it, you know? Hell yeah. That where Joseph... He actually gets a good backstory. Yeah, like where Joseph was raised up to fight a famine and the destruction of Egypt, because back then we loved Egypt. Uh, at this time, Ammon gets its balls in and starts attacking Israel and starts waging war against the Israelites. 
Yeah, he's like a reverse Moses. Kind of <laughs> yeah. So Gilead goes, ooh, we're getting attacked by these Ammonites. Fuck, what do we do? Who do we know that would be good for this? <laughs> like, Yeah, of all people. The, like, remember that guy we kicked out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. I thought the whole point of Israelite and all these things was to, like, elect good judges and honorable people. They're like, who's that guy that's been spending his entire time raping and pillaging? Like, that's who, that's, that, that sounds like a guy we should use for this instance. I mean, honestly, that's like a it's like the Winston Churchill situation, right? You don't want him in peacetime, right? But you want him in wartime. Yeah, I want right? him in wartime. Yeah. Uh, so. so they go out to him, and they're like, "All right, you know, hey, we need you now." And I picture him. Okay, please tell me you've seen the movie Never Been Kissed, starring Drew Barrymore. Uh, she, I can't say that I have. Was that where she was dating oh, she, Tom Green? It's, no, it's it's the <laughs> it's Charlie's Angels. <laughs> No, it's the movie where she is a journalist and she goes undercover as a student. Okay. And she ends up like fucking her teachers. It's great. Um. Anyways, in really? the movie, she, she had a horrible high school career, right? Right. Uh, she, her actual high school time, mm-hmm. which is why like her going back as a fake student is her chance to like really be cool. But she uh, gets egged at her. Someone says they're going to pick her up for homecoming and they egg her, right? When she's actually a, a kid. Mm-hmm. And so the second time, now that she's an old ass woman huge guys as a student she's standing on her front porch to get picked up for her new homecoming or prom or whatever and like she's having flashbacks like wait I'm just gonna get egged again and this I feel like that's what Jeff does like they show up and they're like we want you now he's like he's like he's he's like he's like he's just sitting there reading the book Carrie like I don't know (laughs) we both we both found a way to a prom reference Um, yeah thank you But yeah, so he's, I'm assuming he's just there cutting the eyes out of some dude's skull and they like walk up like, Hey, Jephthah, Jephthah, homie, bro, what's up? They're going for a fist bump. They're like, we always been cool, right? We're good, bro. Right. Um, Yeah. yeah. And he's like, guys, look at this thing I invented called a fleshlight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's really cool. So, so the elders go to Jephthah and be like, Hey, come and be our commander that we may fight against the people of Ammon. So Jethah says to the elders, did you not hate me and expel me from my father's house? Why have you come to me now when you are in distress? Which should be kind of an obvious question. I like that. It's like, because we're in fucking distress. Like, obviously, obviously we wouldn't be coming for the help of a bandit king if things are going well. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but the, the hilarious part here, I think, is almost the funniest line in the Bible so far is their response. So Jephthah says, yeah, didn't you hate me? Didn't you drive me away? And they don't even answer that question. They just say, well, anyway, we're turning to you now. <laughs> <laughs> like, they do not answer the question. Like, didn't you hate me? And they're like, <laughs> do we tell them yes? Uh, skip that, I guess. Yada, yada, yada. We need Master you. <laughs> negotiators. These guys are born car salesmen. But anyway. Uh, but they promise him in this in this moment. They also, not only do they say, yeah, just come on, we need you. But they say, if you do it, we'll let you be the, the head of all of Gilead, right? So we'll put you in charge. And, of course, he asks the most obvious question that shows that he's not exactly a skilled tactician. He says, well, what if you take me to fight them and the Lord gives them to us? And then you, like, don't make me actually in charge. So he's kind of concerned that they'll, like, renege mm-hmm. on it, um, which is understandable and also a stupid question to ask, but whatever. Like, he might have given them the idea to do that, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, so they, they swear to God, all right, we'll put you in charge. Whenever, whenever, if you deliver us from the Ammonites, then we swear to fucking God you'll be our king. So Jephthah is now in charge, and it's kind of an interesting turn. Um, 
And I think it's kind of... So the last time... So typically, these judges have been kind of a uh, fire and brimstone type dudes, kind of a murder band of pirates. Uh, yeah. Oddly enough, Jephthah, who is chosen because he's leading a fucking bandit war party, decides to negotiate with the king of Ammon. Ad nauseum, too. <laughs> yeah. Not just a... Like... 10, 15 verses of negotiation. Yeah, he's a regular Henry Kissinger. Uh, Quite a guy. But, but it, yeah, it is weird, though, that, that he would choose not the blade. Yeah. He, even though even though he said, even though he's the guy that's like, all this time I've been training with the blade. Yeah, I've been, living a, I've been living a bitter life out in the desert, and now it's time to work on my people skills. Um, Hell yeah, dude. So he sends a messenger to Ammon, like, hey, man, what the fuck is your deal? Why are you attacking us? Which, I don't know why that wouldn't be obvious to everybody. It's not like you guys are good dudes. Yeah, they literally conquered all um, of this land. And the king of Ammon's like, what do you mean? Why are we attacking you? Because you're on our fucking land. It'd be like Andrew Jackson asking the Native Americans, hey, man, why the long face? <laughs> good. Thanks. <laughs> um, and so he, in fact, as Cole uh, implies, they reply, listen, dude, uh, your boy, like your boys took all of this land from us. Like we, we just want it back. <laughs> so then this is where it gets a little crazy. Uh, in reply, Jephthah basically just explains to them and I said, no, 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 you guys got it all wrong. We didn't want to fight. We came, we were skirting around your countries." Um, asking to walk through, but we didn't if you said no. And it was only basically when the Amorites uh, came out and attacked. And they had to, we had to defend ourselves and take all their land. It, it <laughs> is kind of an interesting, because what we're doing here and what he's referencing, I, I had to do a lot of research for this. I don't know if uh, uh, Kugel has anything really to say to this, but I had to like go back and read a couple other past books to kind of try to get some of the context of what the fuck these guys are talking about. Sure. Um, so I'll just briefly recap. Um, in Deuteronomy and Numbers, they recount a couple of similar stories where when the Israelites were moving into the um, Canaan, led by Moses. Yeah, before Canaan. Yeah, on before the other Canaan. But when they were being led by Moses, they came to the land of the Moabites and they were like, hey, can we pass through here? And the Moabites were like, no, fuck you. And they're like, all right. And then they left and they went around. And then they came across the kingdom of the Amorites, which had uh, Og of Heshbon. Yeah. And so he sure. was the one that was like, and they were like, hey, can we pass through? And he's like, no, and I'm going to attack you now. So Moab. Rightfully so. Yeah, though. fuck Let's these guys, it. you know. Um, but anyway, the point was, is that both Moab and the Amorites told them no. But only the Amorites decided to like preemptively strike. And then God sort of gave them the Amorites. Um, yeah. And King Og of Heshmon was defeated. So that's sort of the context for this whole argument. The Ammonites are like, that's our land. And the Jews are like, well, we took it from the Amorites, and the Amorites were fucking asking for it. Like, you know, eat shit. Yeah. Um, Which is weird, though, because that means the land that they're talking about is only on the other side of the Jordan. We're not talking about Israel proper. We're, we're literally talking, we're talking about, like, Gilead. I mean, they're from Gilead. Gilead, yeah. Yeah, so this is all land that isn't even really part of the plan, I guess. It only it only is part of the plan because Reuben and Gad and some of Manasseh wanted to settle there, right? Right, right. I mean, Gilead is like children it, of Manasseh, yeah. 
Yeah. So Manasseh and Gad. Right. So but, they're yeah. yeah. So they're kind of like, hey man, you know, we we killed King Sihon because he was a fuck. Um, you know, Moab did close his borders, but they didn't fight us. So we we haven't fought it from anyone. You know, God had us murder those people and steal their land, fair and square, bro. So you can eat shit. Yeah, but it's such horse shit, isn't it? I mean, like this he is... makes some good arguments. No, he doesn't because <laughs> they were. The Amorites were right. These people were just here to fuck shit up. Yeah. Like, the Amorites needed to try to defend themselves. The only reason that they didn't kick their asses is because they had God cheat codes. Like, fuck this. Fuck this whole thing. It's a little (laughs) explaining bullshit. I hate it. I was like, I "I know we're only going to get through two chapters today because this is going to be a lot of argument. But to be clear... The, the land of the Amorites, the Moabites, and the Ammonites was never promised to them. The only reason why they took it was because of, through counterattack, God gave it to no, them. No, they would have taken they it. They asked for passage through the land so that they could get to Canaan, and they refused them. It's more like a World War One Germany and Belgium situation. Like They're like, hey, we just want to get to France. If you'll just let us through, you'll be fine. And like the Amorites are like, how about fuck you? And they're like, all right. They're right, though. They were right. <laughs> well, that's the... Pr- yeah, if they, from an anti-Semitic point right. of view, like a very technical, no, sub- they're right too. Anti-Semitic point of view, but they don't want a crazy-ass conquering army coming through their land to destroy all their neighbors who they have friendly relationships with. Presumably, yeah, they're right to try and stop them. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm going to side with Belgium in World War One, but still, yeah, I'm not surprised they got their asses handed to them. You know, you stand in the way, you, you stand in the way of the fucking tanks, you're going to get run over. But they're not tanks; they're just god-powered troops. It's it's bullshit. Well, like, uh, so, so basically Israel is like using this argument like, hey, you know, we wouldn't have even had this, but they were fucking asking for it. God gave it to us. We didn't even like it is kind of funny that the Israelites kind of like remove themselves of any responsibility or accountability in this. They're like, no, oh, no, yeah, we didn't even want it. We didn't choose it. God gave this to us. This was a gift. And they're like, what about all those people that were obviously stabbed and raped to death? They're like, it's a gift. Like this is you turn down gifts such this is a perfect parallel. Forget Belgium and Germany. This is the current Israel-Palestine situation. Right. It is. Well, this is our land. Like, God gave us this. We're back. As, we can't give it as back you see them you just, now. like, loading their rifles and be like, I don't, you know, what do you want us to do? Yeah. This is, it's that, this is it. This is Palestine. This is the, it even, it even says occupation in the Bible. And it is kind of funny. So, again, to just recap uh, Deuteronomy numbers a little bit, the story of Moab, because it's going to come up, is that it was run by Balak, Balak who hired Balaam with the Midianites to curse the Jews. It didn't happen. They stabbed Balaam for his... He was like, I'll bless them instead. And the Jews were like, did that guy just bless us? Like, let's kill him. (laughs) But despite all that... (laughs) 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 The fuck does this guy think he is? Um... But despite all of that, Moab still technically exists, and they were like, ah, whatever, you know. And then they kind of attacked the Midianites, you know, in numbers. Dude, I just realized you're the Israelites, and Greta is <laughs> Balaam. Right. You're like, did, did she just did she just try to tell people about climate change? Get her ass! Did she told me to go <laughs> vegan? Get the get the fucking net. But anyway. <laughs> Hey, man, those Impossible Burgers are great. Real quick, just shouting them out. Uh, I like them. All right, anyway. um, (laughs) So Israel makes another point that's like, hey, if this is your fucking land, you know, we've been here for 300 fucking years. Why didn't you take it? 
damn, dude. You know, the, cold blood. you know, like, like, like for instance, um, I, I, I moved my fence back. And uh, nobody tell yeah. anybody. But I moved my fence back. It took like four feet of my neighbor's property because he wasn't using it. And then I'm oh, just going to yeah. be sitting there. And in 10 years when he's like, hey, what the fucking hell? We just had a survey taken. Why do you have a gazebo on my property? And I'd be like, eat shit, asshole. Where were you 10 years ago? Yeah, and they're going to be like, we're here now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here. That's why our army is here. Yeah, like, we just, I just, the guy's going to be like, I just bought the place and I just took a survey and your gazebo is completely on my property. And I'm like. You better get the fuck out of here. I'll fucking stab you in the name of God. But anyway. Uh, I'm about to gazebo off on your ass. But it don't uh, work. I'm about to throw these gazebos. Oh, thank We're you. making a lot of gazebo puns. Anyway. Um, so basically they're like, you know, our beef is with uh, the Amorites, not you. Anyway. Um, they make a weird dig here. So this is uh, Judges 1124. Basically they're like, our God gave us this land. If your God, Chamosh gave you some land wouldn't you take it like you know you're kind of fucking hypocrites you guys imagine the israelites calling you hypocrites like that would be a fucking lot for me to do you know but yeah i would immediately charge and they were like are you any better than balak did he ever attack israel did he ever fight against us no and they're like i think he tried to fucking curse you to death i mean (laughs) do you not remember the story the fact that they give balak zero credit and like don't blame him for shit but stab balam to death is a fucking absurdity yeah, it's wild. Yeah. See, thank you. You so you hate this team. Yeah, I fucking hate these guys. <laughs> I still, I still gotta give them credit. Like they're like, where have you been for three hundred years? But that's just because I make that same argument. But anyway. it's yeah, it's like just a troll. They're like a Twitter troll. Um, there's there's some interesting things to note. So first of all, there's a lot of my my Bible's concordance in one of the rare instances where it's like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, so the Israelites tell the Ammonites, hey, why don't you go to fucking Kamash if you love him so fucking much? But Chamash isn't the god of the Ammonites. It's Moloch. And hmm. Chamash is actually the god of the fucking Moabites. So it's kind of a weird mixture. I mean, who fucking knows what it means, you know? But I mean, to be fair, Jeff thought it's just some dumbass dirty bandit. So it's like, <laughs> He's like, don't you guys know that when you're summoning the king of Egypt? Like, you're... He's basically the uh, he's basically one of those rednecks that shot a seat guy after 9-11. <laughs> They're just blowing up 7-Elevens and stuff. He's like, and... you, d- you got a towel on your head. Yeah, I'm going to shoot right. you. <laughs> He's like, I don't. Yeah, great. All right, perfect. Uh, anyways. He's just killing a bunch of Hondurans. He's like, go back to your country. They're like, what? <laughs> I, uh, I immigrated here legally. I own two red lobsters. Why? Don't don't scandalize the Hondurans <laughs> by connecting them to red lobster, please. They're good. Uh, They're better than that. So, yeah, so it's weird that it sort of negates the the whole Balaam story. It's weird that it's ascribing the wrong god to the Ammonites. It's a fucked up weird story. But um, Yeah, yeah. It, and it's going to get a lot weirder. So, therefore, uh, so then at this point, Jeff, will be like, you know what? And by the way, you know, technically you guys are in the wrong. You attacked us. You had no claim to the land anyway. So, you know, you done fucked up. We did nothing to you, but you hurt us. So now you're going to fucking get the stick. You're about to get the God's dick, right? Uh, is what he says that verbatim. And Judges eleven twenty eight. However, the king of the people of Ammon did not heed the words which Jephthah, which Jephthah sent him. Yeah, how the hell can you at that point? What kind of a little bitch would you look like if you were like, <laughs> oh, that's a good point actually that we deserved 
to have our land taken from oh, us. Oh, yeah. I wish. I, I guess we just didn't think about it from their side of things, you guys. Now that I've thought about it, it's, you know, we don't need that land. What's it worth? <laughs> yeah, like, my wife deserves to have a boyfriend. <laughs> um, so it says then, now if this is so typical, this has happened a few times already in this book. Uh-huh. It says then that the spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah. So again, for me, this is a possession. We, I see we've this as, seen this a lot. So we saw it with yeah. Gilead. And we've seen it with Jephthah, and I, I don't want to spoil it too much, but we're going to see it with Samson. And spoiler alert, it's not great. Yeah, like when he goes to the zoo, the monkeys start trying to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of funny how sort of a lot of these things conflict with my idea of what God, the Spirit of the Lord, would be. Like, I don't know if someone's yeah. like, and then the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and you had to describe it. These days, it'd be like, oh, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. I'm like, did he go into a fucking murder rage? Super like, Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, he fucking went yeah. nuts. Uh, so basically, he just gets God powers for a little bit. Um, and it says he crossed, went across Gilead, across the lands of Manasseh, um, through Mizpah, which is some town that I didn't need to name, <laughs> and uh, basically goes up to war, right? And he, this is the stupid part. Are you ready for why this guy is an idiot? And we have the, like... I think he was already dumb for this. Right, this is a weird argument. This is a weird bit. So he's basically some sort of a fucked up version of Abraham. And he says, well, that was a spoiler. <laughs> uh, but he says to God, he says, look, God. Now, God is literally inside of him, giving him like murder boner strength. And lead, God is leading this army. and uh, But for some reason, Jephthah still goes to God and says, listen. If you make me win this battle, for no reason, if you make me win this battle, whatever comes out of the door of my house, whenever I go home, I will sacrifice to you in a burnt offering. Yeah. Now, how many, what kind of things come out of your house? How many people live at your house? What are the odds? Like, it's going to be like, is he trying to murder his wife? Like, I I don't really understand. I, I can only imagine that, like goats live in his house like that was an ancient israelite thing maybe right and he was hoping it would be a goat i guess maybe you know like maybe that's the problem is like there's a goat that just won't get out of the fucking kitchen and he's like i swear to god i'm just looking for any excuse to kill my daughter's favorite goat but i just can't, like like that was gonna be his thing it's like it's like i hated my roommate in college and i was like i swear to god if i get a 400 on this fucking test i'm gonna punch whatever comes out of my doorway in my room and i was like well it's just the two of us what did you like what what are the odds that you think is going to happen? Like, what kind of surprise could possibly be? Like, what the fuck? I assume he was trying to kill his wife. That's what I think. That's the Here's best I, I can think. imagine. I think God wanted to wanted some blood. Right. God was inside of Jephthah at the time, Obviously. controlling Obviously. him, and made him say it. <laughs> God's like, do you know what? I'm going to make a promise to myself as Jephthah right yeah, now. Or- and then I'm going to leave him, but he's still going to have to honor this promise later. <laughs> I mean, think about it. He was consumed with the spirit of the Lord when he said Yeah, this. so God is it's basically kind of forcing up. Jephthah's hand to create a vow where he's going to murder someone who lives in his own home. Great. Yeah. Uh, That's like if I hypnotized a woman and made her marry me and then unhypnotized her. And I'm like, sorry, babe. <laughs> like, you, you just wake up drugged. Where, where am I? And you're like, we're on our way to the honeymoon. You're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, we got married at a ceremony. I wasn't awake for that. And there's just a record of her like with her head listless and be like, well, we're about to have sex, so buckle the fuck up. We're on our way to Thailand. Like, I don't... 
He's got to fuck it. <laughs> That's what happened, though. I mean, for real, the dude was not himself w- when he made the The promise. last thing I remember is shopping at Costco. But like, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, so he's an idiot, makes this promise. And, of course, God gives him the victory, right? Because God wants that fucking blood. Yeah. So, obviously, they destroyed the Ammonites. It says they devastated 20 towns, in fact. I love love the overkill of it, too. Children. Lots and lots of children, Uh, I'm sure. They defeated them from Aror as far as Minneth, 20 cities, and to Abel Karim with a very great slaughter. And we already know what a slaughter looks like to these Israelites. I'm assuming they murdered as many kids as they could catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm assuming well, like some kids, kids got in like some gutters and stuff, and it's just a bunch of Jews like get the long spears. It's getting away. We have our we have our answer in this. Uh, is there a representative for the Ammonites at the UN? <laughs> I didn't think so. Fair. They all died. Fair point. So the Ammonites got what they had coming, thinking that they had rights to that land. Yes, thinking that they could get their land back. Um, it's an again, the Palestinians <laughs> could learn something from this. Lesson. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because it's funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually it's not funny because it's so well. sad. <laughs> it is um, super sad. So this is funny. So Jephthah has had a serious conquest, killed a lot of people, and he comes home, and this is great. Uh, Judges eleven thirty four, and when Jephthah came to his house at Mitzpah, there was his daughter coming out to meet him with timbrels and dancing. She was his only child. Beside her, he had neither son nor daughter. And yet, it doesn't even give her a fucking name. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have her name. But is that weird through this whole story? We never learn her yeah, name. Yeah, funny. Uh, if she was a boy, it would have given his name twelve fucking times by now. They gave Dina a name. It's weird, but yeah, uh, it doesn't really matter. This they, well, this girl. Yeah. But he sees and he's like, "Oh fuck! Oh no! I promised God I would kill whatever came out of my house. What are the odds that my daughter, whom I love, would be the one to leave the home where I left her?" Mm. God knew. But, uh, God has a funny, God has a hilarious sense of humor. <laughs> but so Jephthah tears his clothes. Alas, my daughter, you have brought me very low. It's almost like he blames her. Like, oh, you stupid bitch. Why'd you have to come out of the house? <laughs> <laughs> That's like whenever you run over one of your kids in the driveway, you're like, why are you so idiot kid? <laughs> fucking asshole. I got to drive to the hospital. My whole like, fucking weekend you know is shot. I was going to drive? Yeah. Did she know I was going to drive home drunk at five in the afternoon? Oh, you <laughs> stupid <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> but, uh, so he gets all upset with her. He's like, and and like the, uh, his daughter being the very first member of Generation Z is like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love it. He's like, you are among those who trouble me for I have given my word to the Lord and I cannot go back on it. And yeah. uh, spoken like a true cultist. What a good daughter. She's like, you know what, dad? If you have given your word to the Lord, do according to what has gone out of your mouth. Because the Lord killed all those Ammonites. I mean, obviously, the Ammonites are worth it. The Ammonites whom God sold us to for our iniquities is why I should die. So she says, give me two months to roam the hills with with my girlfriends. And so that we can cry because I'm going to die a virgin. Yeah, I <laughs> bet. She's like, yeah, he's like, he's like I've got to kill you. She's like, but I'm a virgin. He's like, I know. She's like, okay, listen, I'm just going to go to Cancun for two months and just complain about how much of a virgin I am. Oh, no. And she's like, yep, yep. My good, oh, good daughter. God. 
So Jephthah is like, yep, you want to go away for a two-month vacation to uh, complain about how you're a virgin with all your best friends? Okay, I can see why that would be a good idea. So he sent her away for two months, and she went with her friends and bewailed her virginity on the mountains. Damn. The first insult. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So two months later, good on her. What a good daughter. She comes back to her father, and he carried out his vow with her, which he had vowed. Right, and fucking killed yeah. the shit out yeah. of her. <laughs> she knew no man, and it became a custom in Israel that the daughters of Israel went four days each year to lament the daughter of Jephthah the Gileadite. Gileadite. Yeah, it's the uh, the name of that festival. It's one reason why. <laughs> a lot to unpack with that God. story. So. <laughs> God okay. rose Gilead from the uh, shitty fucking life of a whore, son, to be like, yeah. okay, I've, I've elected you to become leader of the Israelites. He's like, yes, God, I will do all that you ask. Also, could you swear really, to kill your own daughter? Here's the thing. Really, though, God didn't choose him, right? Uh, like, God uh, came and talked to a lot of these other judges and was like, uh, hey, it's your time. Well, a lot of them were prophets or some bullshit. Well, actually, yeah, most yes. of the prof- most of the most of the judges, it makes no mention of how they were elected. There's just like, here's this person; and they were a judge for ten years. True, so. but we, we know at least that Gideon talked to God, right? Um, yeah, there's no mention of but, God except that His Spirit came upon Gilead. But I mean, I'm, that's Him being chosen, right? The Spirit coming yeah, upon but not him, until just the, coming all over the time him. Of the, literally at the time of the battle, right? You know, not before. I guess. Like the people, the people chose him. The, the he literally came on him just in time to make him swear to kill his own family. Uh, yeah, I, just in time to make the stupidest promise. <laughs> My Bible's concordance, I've never seen a longer one, as it tries to explain this fucking why passage. this is cool. Yeah, why this is cool. <laughs> but it basically is like, oh, the Lord rejected human sacrifice in the days of Abraham, which is cool for Abraham, but not cool. Like, if Jeff was like, all right, I got to kill my virgin daughter, no angel swings by. They're like, hey, what, what are you doing over there? No, 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 no. Bro. We don't, bro, we don't do that. What the fuck are you up to? We don't. Um, we don't do that here. But I, my Bible is like, no father by his own authority was permitted to put an offending child to death, much less an innocent one. Which is interesting because in Deuteronomy, I think it's 1821, it's specifically, let me double check this shit because I had a couple ones. Uh, it's either, yeah, 21, 18 through 21 uh, is specifically how you kill an, a, a, a bitch son. Like, oh, that's yeah, the yeah. part of Deuteronomy. It's like, and if your son is being a real asshole, bring him in front of the village and we'll fucking stone him to death. Like, yeah. We'll do it right But God here. would never, never make a, a, a father kill his own child. He would never do that. That's just not God's way, even though it's, like, written in the fucking rules. God yeah, loves, loves that, that though. Yeah. Um, I think that the entire point of this, and maybe your Bible's going to get to it, but the entire point of this is don't make a promise unless you mean it. <laughs> it, it absolutely does. Like, no, the concordance doesn't do that at all. Um, yeah. it, it, it makes the, it makes some argument that like yes, even though this story is all about how God accepted a human sacrifice, God would never accept a human sacrifice. Don't believe what you read, folks. God would never do the thing He just did. Ugh. <laughs> God did it gleefully, and again, I cannot stress this enough. Made Jephthah make that promise. Yeah. There's no other way to interpret it. Uh, it's like even though there are evidence that the Israelites did practice human sacrifice. These were never considered lawful, 
Human sacrifice, you know, even though it was was practiced by their neighbors, though. However, in no sense was Jeth was Jetha's tragic vow or his foolish action pleasing to God, which is them just talking out their fucking ass. Like, there's no mention of God being like, I didn't like that, or God. Let's have a learning moment. Yeah. 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 Like, there's no mention of God being merciful. Maybe. Yeah. That this totally innocent youth should be spared. That Jetha, who delivered the Israelites from the Ammonites. Then murdered his own daughter. At no point was God like, should we get involved? I don't think so. You know, like, <laughs> I think he's got this. You know, surely the yeah. former king of a bandit tribe would never do anything wrong. Yeah. No, no, he was re- he was raised to be a refined individual uh, who who somehow knows. I don't know. Like, how would he even know the laws? He doesn't. He's from Gilead. I, I mean, I guess he's. In I, hate I hate it. I hate it. But he grew up in the fucking desert. Right. Asshole. <sighs> Judges 12. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Judges 11. Yuck. (laughs) A lot to unpack. Uh, Judges 12. Well, can we do one thing real quick? Hit me. Let's have a side, a quick sidebar. Uh, In the wake of this daughter who, A, isn't killed for no reason, right? Horribly sacrificed. Takes it like a champ. Yeah. What a, what a fucking, what a good woman. And, and B, inspired a festival that i don't know do they still do that i forgot to look that up i, I didn't look that up either i mean wouldn't it be fucked up if they did but like remember that time jephthah killed his own daughter and then like dance with me but um yeah but i mean let's lose our virginity they, so we don't end up like Jephthah's daughter. from this comes the israelite tradition that each year the young women of israel go out for four days um to, to commemorate the daughter of jephthah who again we do not know the name. She of. died un. She died unplowed. <laughs> How the fuck do we not? Let's be feminists for a second. Okay, we How are feminists all the time. Name? What the fuck? I know, but I'm saying let's put on our feminist math. Our uh, our feminist mice. voices. Let's put our, our feminist voices. Cats. We're always a feminist, feminist but cats. let's put on our pussy hats. Got it. Let's think about it this way. Um, how do we not know her name? <laughs> right? Like the but this book is all over the place. So we have Deborah, who's kind of a badass. Right. We've got Jail, who does the hammer thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is a very small side note of a story, but she gets all kinds of praise. And then we get to this girl, and it's just we're back to, like, actually no fuck women. Like, we don't care about them. And it's going to get worse in this book. Uh, yeah, it's going to get real bad. Uh, maybe not, yeah, maybe not for the rest of this episode, but I accidentally read a little bit ahead, and some of the things I've read have shook me. Yeah, so this is a fucking. <laughs> it's tune in, folks. Later, a couple weeks from now, it's gonna get fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah, but like um, the end of this book, especially. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird story, you know. Like, oh, she died without having the ability to bear a child. Like that's her old. That like it's weird that the tragedy. Oh, that's a good point. Is that this woman died without making another man and buried a child for uh, some dude? You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's... This is. I think this is one of the worst looks yet. I mean, there and there's been some bad looks. I like that. It's some... also kind of like that traditional, like, oh God, if the fucking Browns win the Super Bowl, I'll do whatever the fuck you ask. You know. But it's like, oh, <laughs> I'll suck your, I'll dick suck your fucking. Yeah, I'll kill my own fucking kid if I, I swear <laughs> to God, I get out of this DUI. But. uh... <laughs> It's just kind of a weird take on it all. Like, I could have sworn this would technically count as a breaking a commandment, taking the Lord's name in vain, you know, like swearing to God. Well, he didn't take it in vain. I guess he got results. He <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that w- it would be, I think it would be taking the Lord's name in vain if he didn't kill yeah, her. Yeah, like, he's just like, yeah, fucking do it. Uh, I guess it's fair. Um, Follow through, at least. Are these good people? A, is it, a, I, I, I struggle. Killing with, your uh, kids is like, 
is like golf. It's all about the thoughts <laughs> <laughs> and the backswing. But um, anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> Uh, it's a fun I guess if you're using a blunt instrument yeah sure. yeah you gotta got a blunt instrument where you don't put your back into it fucking yeah you gonna what are you hitting it with a noodle yeah what are you doing okay chapter 12 yeah, judges 12 let's let's, let's 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 snip this monkey um hmm. so we we've seen this before so again a frame finds out that some war has happened right on their borders and is like what the fuck you guys why was that them last time? Too? Yeah, it was a frame. It was a frame uh, again, a frame and the Manassans because it was also a Manassan tribe last time. Gideon was a Manassan. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 So, well, no, because Jephthah, I don't think Jephthah, sorry, Jephthah, I don't think is a Manassan. I, I assure you, if we go back I to numbers, online. if we go back to fucking numbers, I will find it. Uh, Manasseh had it actually uh, extols the children of the tribe of Manasseh, and one of the houses is Gilead. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Gilead is okay, of Manasseh. Okay. This is another okay. instance. I tried to find it, yeah, but I thought he was a Gadite. I, I, but we can we can talk about it in the recap. But well, uh, yeah, this is shit. Manasseh again. Okay, so which makes this a little more interesting because Ephraim and the Ephraimites are the other half of that Joseph tribe. Right. So it's like a sibling so it's rivalry. It's kind of like an infighting yeah. almost, yeah. More, I mean, they're all sibling tribes, but these two even are one generation I'm gonna closer. I'm going to take a second and look at the end of Genesis. Which one was supposed to be the big boy, Manasseh or Ephraim? Oh, yeah, that's good. That's actually, we'll, we'll cut out the empty. Like, who did Jacob bless? Oh, Stretched out his right hand and laid it on Ephraim's head, who was the younger, his left hand on Manasseh's head, guiding his hand knowingly, for Manasseh was the firstborn, and he blessed Ephraim over Manasseh. So so it's kind of apparently weird. Apparently not. Yeah, apparently not, because we've seen, well, we'll get to it, but according to Jacob, Ephraim, despite being the younger and obviously jealous shithead son, uh, yeah is the one that's allegedly supposed to rule over Manasseh. But here is Manasseh fighting entire wars and like a frame being like, why like showing up with their armor? Like, why weren't we invited? I, did you guys have a party without me? And they're just like cleaning up all the fucking red cups. Like what? No, but it, it's stupid though, too, because Ephraim is all the way in like central Israel. This is all taking place way outside of the Jordan river, way out in the fucking desert mountain hinter, hinterlands, right? Right. I mean, they're, so it's they're, like, why would you be here? They're, they're fighting in the land of Gilead. So, yeah, Ephraim is on the west side of the Jordan. Manasseh is on the east side of the Jordan. And this schism it, it, is kind of coming to a head. It's like if I walked down the street and until I smelled barbecue cooking and went into my neighbor's backyard, I was like, you guys didn't even invite me. <laughs> And I'm right down. They're like, we don't even know you, sir. Yeah, what the fuck are you? Yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Um, I live right down the yeah, road. Yeah, I'm assuming a frame's like, we are so into rape and pillage, and we never get to go. We never get invited. Why don't we get invited? It might be your personality, a frame. Like, it might be all this. This might be fucking why. Like, you're a fucking war incel, you piece of shit. We don't have to rape the kids before we kill yeah, them. God. God just said kill them. A frame's in there just being like, the left can't meme you guys. I'm like, ah. Oh. God, insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. 
Uh, yeah, fuck a frame. But it, so they're pissed. Uh, but it's an interesting point. So if we recall last time with Gideon, a frame found out that a ward happened, shows up, Gideon, what the fuck? And Gideon's like, come on, guys, you know, you're a frame, we're Manasseh, you're good, we're bad, you've got big dicks, ours is basically a fucking swollen belly button. Like, you're way better than us. And a frame's like, okay. As long as you recognize that. Thank you for those flowery words. We'll go back home. In contrast, Judges 12, a frame comes down. Hey, fucking Jephthah, what the fuck? You're having an entire war. And uh, Jephthah goes, "Uh, yeah, because you're fucking useless. Um, uh, Basically, Judges 12, 3. So when I saw that you would not deliver me, I took my life in my hands, crossed over against the people of Ammon, and the Lord delivered them into my hand. Why then have you come up to me this day to fight against me? Basically, yeah, because you guys didn't do shit, you know? You did not deliver yeah. me out of their hands when I called you, so eat but shit. But did he call them? There's never a mention of that earlier. No, right? there's no mention. It sounds like they fucked up the story of Gideon a little bit, because Gideon definitively like had a... Called upon. Called upon not called upon a frame, but gathered other nations to go fight the Midianites. Yes. but So I think, yeah, they maybe just fucked up their But when Jeth is fighting the Ammonites, he just was like, I got this shit. Um, um, so, so because he didn't massage their fucking ego. <laughs> so it says that um, Jephthah calls up together all the men of Gilead, um, which I think would have also been some Gadites and maybe some Reubenites. They're all kind of in that area. And he says, all right, Gileadites, uh, let's kill all these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this bit. So Gilead uh, is like, uh, like so uh, Jeff is like, all right, fuck these guys. And gets all Gilead, fights a frame, kicks the shit out of them. And a frame is kind of like, you know what? I Just so you know, you Gileadites, you Gileadites are fugitives of a frame among the Ephraimites and among the Manassites. So he's like, you know what? We don't even fucking like you. Like, you're the guy who doesn't get invited to wars a frame. You know, just like, just so in case you were wondering, we all talk shit behind your back, Gilead. I'm, like, I'm gonna fucking stab you anyway. <laughs> and that's, well, it says that's why they struck them down. Yeah. Not that they said it after. So because the Ephraimites were calling the Gileadites a bunch of, like, rabble, yeah. that's why they had to kill them, yeah. right? Like, talk shit, get hit, basically, <laughs> yeah. is what's going on. Uh, it's a fun bit. Uh, yeah. So then the. So they. They went and captured all the fords of the Jordan, right? So all the crossings where the Ephraimites might come over. They, this is so good. This is the best part. Right. <laughs> they, they capture all the crossings of the Jordan, and basically they set up this system. So anytime that someone comes and wants to cross the ford, they say, are you a Manassite or an Ephraimite? Sorry. Yeah. And uh, if they say no, you test them. You make them say the word Sheboleth. And if they can't say it right because of the stupid ass Ephraimite accent, we put them to the sword. Yeah, they go Sibloff. It's kind of like in um, World War Two, whenever these Chinese uh, quote unquote like refugees were coming across, the Americans were like, "Okay, but now say lettuce." And <laughs> no, that's not. We're out to us, and they fucking stay. <laughs> when did we kill Chinese people? Well, because they were Japanese hiding amongst them. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I don't think, I don't think it would. they were like, uh, they were like, uh, but they have this, they have a similar say, enough I, say I love you. And they're like, Oh no. <laughs> I don't think that's what it's like actually. But anyway, the point is that the Ephraimites can't say shibboleth. Something fucking weird with their yeah. accent. They can't say it. The, honestly, this is a way better iteration of Trump's wall. <laughs> <I think laughs> we just do. All right. 
uh, roll your R, and they're like, I, uh, I, I, I can't. You know. And if they do it, you yeah, kill yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> and then you fucking get them. But anyway. He's Mexican, everyone. He can do this <laughs> that's, for, that's why I can do it. The Mexican can, shriek. You are canceled for the Asian joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so... Uh, after he killed the 42,000 Ephraimites over this, uh, they just wouldn't fucking go. Um, I'm, I'm assuming Pumped Up Kicks was just playing the whole time. Like, I'm sick of your fucking shit. <laughs> Come here to my party and start a fight. Um, so after that, Jephthah judged Israel for six years. Um, How? He doesn't even fucking live. He's in literally Israel. not even a true Manasseh. He's from Gilead. It's whatever. That's like if a contingent of New Yorkers crossed the border into Canada and Justin Trudeau killed all of them. <laughs> and because of that, Justin Trudeau was the king of America for six years. <laughs> like, it, it, it makes about easy. that much fucking sense. <laughs> um, and honestly, it'd be more like if a mayor of Toronto killed them and they're like, I'm now the king of the U.S. Like, you're not even the king of the area you're in. What the fuck? You're <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Boss. Um, Settle down. Which, yeah, again, I think this just shows how weird this whole judges system is that there's no way in hell he was recognized as a leader of shit right like it just didn't uh one like other that. thing we'll note and this is more of like a maybe a literary clue or whatever is that um previously um you know you'd be like and then this guy judged israel and then there was peace for 40 years or there was peace for eight years but it specifically says nothing about there being peace in israel uh, which I think I might have mentioned last episode, where the time of peace in Israel is sort of done. We're having series of judges, and they're ruling, but there's no good times amongst them. They're probably still yeah. at war in some level. They're probably still being harassed by some people. They're being sold into slavery. They just now have a judge, too. Sure. That makes sense. Um, and then finishing off Judges 12 is some more, I guess, quote-unquote, minor judges that we can just rattle off here. Yeah. Um, after that, there's Ibzan of Bethlehem. And, of course, he had 30 sons and 30 daughters because I need to fucking yeah, know that. Yeah. And uh, he gave away his daughters in marriage, and women from outside married his sons. I don't know. Is, is there, like, disappointment there? Did, he, <laughs> did they want the sons to marry the daughters? I, I don't, like, like, he I was don't... like, I had a perfectly even number. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was made to you happen. You ever shuffled the be... deck? Like, the fuck? It was just <laughs> going to be like that. This was going to be the longest video on porn. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So, uh, so then Ibs, Ibsen died after judging Israel for seven years. He was buried at Bethlehem. Good riddance. Yeah, fuck that guy. Then Elon, the Zebulonite, and also it says space entrepreneur. Yeah, uh, he uh, he led. Go ahead, Israel. He led. Yeah, he led Israel for ten years. Then he died, and after that comes an interesting character. I think <laughs> uh, this Abdon of Hillel. Right. Which is a suspicious name. <laughs> if you say it, like if you hold your tongue and say it, it sounds kind of Abdon Hillel. A-H. I'm just saying. What the fuck reference are you making? A-H. This is, it's, his name is almost Adolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe I didn't make that very cro- obvious fucking connection. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, and just like Hitler, he had 40 sons and 30 grandsons. <laughs> Who rode on 70 donkeys. I mean, the fucking... You'd have to be a the fool audacity. not to make this fucking connection. Yeah. Uh, and he was uh, buried in Pirathon in the lands of Ephraim in the mountains of the Amalekites. Yeah. That's it. Cool, Judges I guess. 12. I like that what 
I like that the the part that the Bible thinks we need to know about all these judges is how is how many kids they had. And just to let you know, they rode on the exact same number of donkeys as there were people. Yeah, I would have been really like, confused. Like there's like there's thirty men coming into town. They're riding donkeys. How many donkeys <laughs> per person? Yeah, how many donkeys I mean, are they riding kind of per person? Oh, yeah. We already made this joke kind of last week well, or two weeks ago, up. but it's yeah, yeah like now it's just shit. becoming ridiculous. Stupid fucking Bible. But anyway, uh, yeah, they rode on seventy donkeys. Good. Every every in every verse. A thread of truth connects it and hope. Um, so fun, honestly. Yeah, I'm loving. It. We're we're a year in, and we are just fucking picking up steam on this Bible. Yeah, it just gets gooder and gooder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> well, that's an app, huh? <sighs> yeah, I feel and like we definitely that we the, the next chapter is going to be tons of fun. Yeah, next episode. It's, a, it's uh, almost a new I story. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but we're, we're like, this has only been two chapters. Next episode, God willing, might be our longest one because I want to get through four. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to split up the next story, but we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. You'll find out when you hear it, yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. it's it's a lot. Judges has been yeah, kind it of could, a, it an could odd be, surprise. It, it could end up being our longest chapter ever, or longest ep- ever. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully if we, do, all, if we do all five chapters all, or no, all four, just yeah, four. four chapters, four chapters. All, for all time. Yeah. But, um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Two hour. Easy. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's interesting, uh, a frame and all this, like it's, it's a weird juxtaposition that in two instances, Manasseh has a war, a frame is pissed off. And that, like, it was kind of one of those things where, like, well, Gideon's a true master. I mean, he died a fucking bitch, but Gideon's a true master of the art. He's a true master negotiator. Here comes a frame being like, why didn't you invite us? And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me, let me give you a little, sh- uh, a little tug on the old penis. Let me help you out. You know, let me stroke your balls. Yeah. You guys are doing great. We're shit. Get out of here. And they're like, oh, all right, you can miss me. And, and then the same problem happens with Jephthah, and, and he just ends up butchering Jephthah, <laughs> famous for his negotiating skills. <laughs> Uh, does this whole fucking negotiating with the uh, kingdom of the Ammonites, and then in the one instance where a frame is like, "Hey man, what the hell?" He's like, "How about this? How about you suck on my cock?" And they're like, "Ah." What I really want, like again, if I, I think I've said this before, maybe months ago, okay. if I could have a time machine, it would be to go back and talk to the guy that wrote this down for the first time, and just sort of figure out why. Like, there's obviously a point to this, I think. You know, there was some political move here, I would imagine, mm-hmm. uh, or some such motivation. And I just want to know. I want to know why. Because no one fucking knows. That's for sure. Yeah, it doesn't. It. I know we like to fucking goof on it. And certainly trying to ascribe this story to God is confusing. But even beyond that, trying to be like, well, what's the fucking moral is even more yeah. so confusing. I'm not quite sure what we're supposed to be getting from this. Maybe that's our fault. I, I'd be curious... For like a pastor to come and be like, oh, well, the story of Jephthah is a story of faith. I'm, I'm not curious <laughs> for that because they're gonna they're gonna say some bullshit. Like I want to know. Let's fit. That is not a history, right? That is not a historical archive record. Right. I'm, it's some silly ass bullshit that someone wrote for a reason, though. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't you know, really. I don't think that was just filler. I think that there's a reason behind this stuff, and I would love to know what it is. Because I, I can tell kind of a flavor of it from my concordance is like anytime something matches modern morals, they're like, 
And then this was God's divine. Oh, yeah. And anytime it doesn't, they're like, obviously God wouldn't like that. I'm like, I'm reading the same book you are, you piece of shit. Like, it makes no mention of that. A lot of, anytime it matches their ideals, they're inferring God's will. And even when it doesn't, they're still inferring God's will. Like, oh, well, God obviously did not want Jephthah to murder his own daughter. It doesn't say anything about that. It just says that the spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah. He swore to kill whatever came out of his house. It was his daughter. What a fucking surprise. And then he killed his daughter. The end. That's the story. There's no mention of uh, intent or God's will or this was evil or wrong. There's no moral sort of objectively pinned to it for us, the reader, to infer. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get it. I hate, yeah, I hate the gymnastics to, to make it seem okay. Like I, that's why I hate again, even though they're the people that I would probably most want to be around and hang out with. That's why I hate like liberal Christians because they're the worst. They're trying to make this sound. Okay. I, and to the guys that like would kill their daughters for sex out of wedlock or something salute, (laughs) you know, you follow the Bible. I'm okay. It is kind of funny. Like, you know, um, you know, sort of around the, the Trump election, people were like, time, like, did you hear in Buffalo, New York, there was another honor killing? Like, these goddamn savages. That's this Sharia law they're trying to do. This is what they want us to do. And I'm like, well. And those are the same guys that, like, are, like, would probably kill their daughters if they caught them fucking somebody. Yeah, you know, like, oh, I'm with my shotgun, and I would have fucking not yeah. my time. But, um, but at the same time, like, you well, a here's a. That's, it's a Sharia law <laughs> Here's an entire story how the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah and through a series of chains of events made him kill his own daughter. Like, I don't really know how you're. The fucking square you're trying to circle or whatever the fuck. Circle you're trying to square. Ah. But uh, judges, judges. Now I'm just now I'm I can't even think about the Bible because I'm just thinking about guys that see their daughter's sexuality as like a commodity that they hold. <laughs> it's really creeps that me is out. Really creepy. Yeah. I was thinking of uh, yeah on that topic. I was thinking of how Jessica Simpson famously had a fucking promise ring, and then a what? Uh, a promise ring? You know what a promise ring? Right? Oh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> like the dad's like, you're gonna marry me. First, and you're swearing yourself to God that you're gonna keep your vagina free from penis until I say so, like, Fuck. until I give you away, you fucking whore. Like, oh. I gotta go sing uh, now, right? <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of there. And then, like, their son gets caught running a train on some cheerleader, and they're like, "Boys, boys would be boys. boys." I'd hate to be the father of those cheerleaders my son was raping. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Glad my daughter's no fucking whore. You're like, yeah, you the fucking yeah. morals. Uh, that's too much to talk about, it. but I, I I love the idea of like fathers <laughs> that think they own their daughter's sexuality. Like I'll be goddamn yeah. if I, if there was nothing I hate more than the idea of my daughter having a healthy, enjoyable sexual relationship. Nothing makes me sicker. I just fucking I would shoot that guy in the fucking throat. You're like, ah. <laughs> your cool, whole cool, cool. the whole thing is fucking weird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, pra- you know, dude, that's like praise. It's like weird. around here. It's normal, yeah. People will be like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, can't, every, I can walk down the street and I'll find 20 people that agree with If that. I come yeah. home and that kid's going down on her, I'm going to fucking stab him in the dick. I'm, like, that's... I'm going to show him how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck my daughter, I fuck you. You're like, all right. That... <laughs> he's like, uh, you're not wearing enough makeup. I'm like, I'm confused at your motives. Like, <laughs> Oh, fun, fun, man. Fun. 
weird. Is that enough commentary? Yeah, it's fucking rap. I think Let's we on this. I can't wait for next week. I hope our audience can't. I don't know yeah. how we still have an audience, but somehow we do. We need to really, we need to really advertise next week's. Get it. Get, pump our numbers up. Yeah. Episode fifty two is still getting listened to, but episode fifty one had a lot of people, man. Yeah, a lot yeah, of, yeah. Lot of, some, I think people are here. Uh, we're a year in, and I am still confused at who our audience could be. <laughs> I try to explain to like friends and not family, but, but I don't want them to know what I do. But I've been trying to explain to friends, like who's the market? I'm like, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, say, I don't know. It, it, the rare people that we are, I'm, I'm, we're not going for mass appeal. We're going for probably atheists who want to know about the Bible. I'm not quite sure what that number could be. Yeah, yeah or I feel like fringe Christians that. I feel like this is useful. Like even if you're even if some of the stuff we say pisses someone off a little bit, like it's not we're not being mean. I don't like we're not sitting here talking shit about Christians. Maybe Catholics. <laughs> I think we do. I, I certainly am. But I, I, I think I don't know. I've learned a lot about the Bible. And even for I, a lot of my interactions are kind of flavored by actually knowing this. And I hope that's a benefit that our audience is getting. But there have been so many instances where, like, people are like, oh, God, would never have that. I'm like, do you even know what the fuck is in Numbers? Do you even know what the fuck yeah. is in Joshua? You don't know the fucking shit you believe in and are trying to force down my throat. But I'm going to give it back to you. I'm going to let you know what the fuck's going on. I don't think, you know. Oh, oh believe it. Yeah, like, um, it's, been, it's been an interesting journey. I, I, I especially love talking to my girlfriend about the Bible. This is a weird, this is a weird journey we are on now. We've never been there. Sure. At no point in our lives has Missy ever expected me to be like, I wonder if Cole knows about the story of Jephthah. But I'll just be like, hey, do you know the story of fucking Gideon? And she's like, no. I mean, he's like, he like had to have faith or some shit. I'm like, oh, buckle the fuck up. Sit <laughs> down. <laughs> I do the same thing with Sierra, where I'm like, guess what I learned today? Yeah, like, you know, we have like a little moment, and she's just always like, oh my god. <laughs> like, What's this? your feelings on child rape? <laughs> <laughs> not good. Sorry, not good. <laughs> Why do you ask me that every week? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it came up again. Uh, yeah, it just keeps happening. Uh, what's our Twitter handle? Oh, yeah. So if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at a revelations. We're getting spicy out there with the people. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Hot takes all around. Yeah. Uh, what's some other Twitter language that I could use? Uh, uh, we're, we're pouring out the tea for you to drink, sis. Um, and going off like kings. So also you can email us. That's going to be your revelations podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you think. Talk shit. Say, ba- say mean things. We can take it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think um, we can. In fact. And go out there. Do you know what you need to do this week? Here's, your, here's our call to action. Go out there. And tell somebody that they need to listen to us read the Bible so that they don't have to. So that, that you, basically, I want you to be a witness unto men on our behalf. That's all I'm asking. Hmm. I don't want to sound too culty, <laughs> but I do want to sound a little culty. Just the, just the right. <laughs> just the right.